think I have a record on that. Well, I mean, you can just like. Because I can get fucking bored by this. I mean, what the fuck else are you going <laughs> to do with it? <laughs> I'm hoping that I have like a lot somewhere. Okay, do you want to give me $40? If you give me $40, we can get mic stands. You could sell stuff. Or then you're just going to have to fucking hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough for box drinks for them. <laughs> for this little <laughs> three ounce micro. You're just a nice southern woman. <laughs> you are just a dainty southern belle. How are you going to hold up this microphone? I'm, just, I'm, a, I'm a slip of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> just a little slip of a thing. Also, make sure you're holding it. You know, don't don't talk. episode five of if it's twisted um i am here with my cousin trey yes and um it's gonna sound incredibly feminine but i am actually a man (laughs) (laughs) i have been trying to get him on my podcast for quite some time now and he actually texted me and he was like hey let's do um women who are abused and who kill their abusers Honestly, I don't even think I followed the prompt. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it was your own idea. And, and I just, I veered sharply, but it's a good story. Okay, well, I hope so. Um, honestly, you could have been like, hey, let's talk about the mating habits of dung beetles. And I would have been like, absolutely. Let's discuss the Pythagorean theorem. I, okay. Do you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, Katya? Um, I would like to talk to you about some lucrative timeshare opportunities in your area. <laughs> That'll be our first uh, commercial. Okay. Just would be our timeshare opportunities. Okay. So as previously stated, we're going to talk about women who were abused. And, um, or something along those lines. <laughs> oh, my God. He probably didn't. There's a woman. There. There's <laughs> a <laughs> And it oh. ain't me. It ain't. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm going to talk about... Bridget Harris, and I'm super pumped. This actually, no, I'm not. This is a terrible story. It's super depressing. It's actually, it was really rough to to read and to write all these notes. I wrote all these notes because it's 1874, and I'm a young pioneer woman on a ship to America. I guess. Well, she's on the Mayflower. I'm on the Mayflower. She's got a pilgrim. She there's a buckle. (laughs) (laughs) A nice pilgrim moment going on here. Nice sensible daytime pilgrim heel. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bridget. OTBT. What? Pilgrim Wedge. What? OTBT Pilgrim Wedge. OTBT? Mm-hmm. That's those um, shoes that every woman with a bob haircut that wants to speak to a manager was wearing for several months. Oh, God. I thought, oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about. I the do. The wedges that had the nice. Um, yes, uh, like the shiny antelope. Strap. 
or the antelopes. Antelope. Yeah, those were antelope wedges. Oh yeah, every Mountain Brook woman had a pair of antelopes, and she wore it with her boutique uh, dress, her boutique tunic top, and her was leggings. It, it was a chevron pattern tunic top with her leggings oh and her God. antelope wedges. Oh and her God. yeah, she went. She got her hair frosted. Oh, um, not frost. Frosted. <laughs> she got her hair frosted, and she would spray it with her Aquanet hairspray, and it would. She would tease it. Oh, she's that. Uh, back back comb it. Yeah, back comb it. And she'd wear a nice little bangle bracelet. It was look. A single bangle bracelet. (laughs) A single bangle. (laughs) Just another manic Monday. It's just one bangle, so it wasn't really a a manic Monday. A ton of rings. Just a ring on every finger. (laughs) It wasn't really a manic Monday. It was just like a slightly irritating Monday. Just a single bangle. One bangle. Just the one. All right. Let's get this nightmare started. I basically think that every time I wake up. Let's get this nightmare started. <laughs> so, Bridget Harris was born on June 6, 1981. She's a Gemini. She was Which born... Which that? The Gemini? What's it look like? The twins. It looks like the Roman numeral, too. Oh. Oh, there it is. She was actually born in the back seat of a cab outside of a Staten Island Hospital. It sounds like she just didn't make it in. It d- yeah, it says it was an emergency delivery. That, that New York, it took a minute to get there. Lord. Her mom's name um, was Lucy Anna Harris, and her dad was Eric Goodridge. Do you know what she looks like? I do know what she looks like. Who would play her? Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Okay, well, <laughs> she's from Africa. Not Catherine <laughs> Zeta-Jones. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, the girl, the uh, the black girl from Glee. Okay. Yeah. Mercedes. Um, that was Mercedes. Yeah. Okay. So, she was born in the back seat of a cab, and her mom was Luciana Harris, and her dad was Eric Goodridge, and her name is Bridget Harris. So she took her mom's last name because her dad just like zoomed out as soon as she was born. Like literally, they were cleaning the blood and guts off of her, and her dad was like, "Bye." Oh. So, they were Liberian, and two years after she was born, Bridget's mom went back to Liberia without her. She left Bridget and three siblings in the foster system. And, you know, so many kids are wanting homes. So many people want to adopt children. You know how it goes. So, she had a great life. She was adopted by some rich people, and that's where our story ends. (laughs) Shit. No, I'm she still was trying to get adopted by some rich people. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, that is not the case. She bounced back and forth uh, in the foster care system. And um, eventually in 1984, they were in the custody of their father. And one of her first memories as a kid is of her dad telling her to take off her clothes and lie on the bed. And he got on top of her and tried to have sex with her. The phone rang, and she begged him to stop. And she begged him to answer the phone, but he said, don't worry about it. And she was three. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it says that she remembers the pain, and she remembers the, the doll that she was holding. Um, yeah. I said this is a rough story. Yeah, that one took a sharp turn. Yeah. (laughs) If you were expecting rainbows and puppy dog tails. So, when she was four, he forced her to perform oral sex on him. He, uh, she said, he sat on the bed, 
and he took his pants off, pulled his penis out, and told me to suck on it. And I guess I was doing it wrong, so he said, suck on it like a bottle. And I guess I still wasn't doing it the right way, because he laughed and said, don't worry, I'll teach you. Oh. So, the fact that she was young enough for him to say, suck on it like a bottle, is just horrifying. Well, I bet she was four. Yeah. Four-year-old sucks on I was a literally about to say, if you're four, you probably shouldn't have a bottle, but that's neither here nor there. That's 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 an argument for a different time. That is a, that is an argument for a different day. That is a that let's is move to table that. Do I have a second? <laughs> so um, he's eighty six months. He's eight <laughs> <laughs> he's four. So that would not be eighty six months. That oh. would be forty eight months. You're right. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a mathematician. Okay, I am. Listen, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a scientist, <laughs> nor do I play one on TV. So her dad at some point went back to Liberia. Again, and she lived with different relatives, including her grandmother, who abused her physically. I think one of her cousins said that they were like slaves in that household, and like her grandmother would. And you said this was in Liberia? No, this is in America. Her dad left for Liberia and left her with various family members. So her grandmother physically abused her, and then her cousin sexually assaulted her as well. God, this family. Oh, just wait. It are gets they from Walker County? Are they? <laughs> fuck. It gets way worse. So, at 12, she was sent to Liberia to live with her mom. And her mom also abused her physically. The abuse was so bad that it actually left permanent marks. It was bad enough that she actually went back to live with her dad. So, if you can imagine being beaten to the point that you would rather be sexually assaulted. That's serious. That's yeah. pretty bad. It's got to be bad. Yeah, so at first her mom said no, obviously because of the sexual assault, but Bridget denied the sexual abuse, and later in one of her journals she wrote, I convinced myself it didn't happen. So the mom knew? Mm -hmm. So she was telling people about this and they were just like... I don't know if she was, I don't know how many people she was telling. But definitely the mom. But definitely she told the mom. We should not report this. Right. Oh, just wait. She she makes a reference to that later, or I'll tell you about a reference she makes to that later. But yeah, the mom, or she was like, let me go live with my dad, and the mom was like, no, he's ab sexually abusing you, which I don't understand why they didn't fucking report that. I, d I just don't get it. Strange. It's strange. But also her mother abused her, so. And honestly, I looked away so that I could look up where Liberia is on a map, as mm -hmm. we discussed previously. Right. Um, because I just want to know where this is geographically located. Right. So if we'll all bust out our maps of Africa, which <laughs> were given yesterday as take-home assignments, <laughs> um, we can look up and see exactly where that is. And this is going to take me so much more time. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Talk amongst yourselves, clan. <laughs> as Mr. Crawford looks up where Liberia is on a map. Jesus. Jesus. Take the Take it, it is. Okay, so um, you know how Africa is sort of shaped like an ice cream cone? But it looks like that no. ice cream cone is sort of melting a little bit to the left-hand side. What ice cream shop are you going to? Um, ones where they put things on, they put scoops on top of cones. Okay, so it's a melted ice cream cone. That's All just right. how I was taught to remember it. It's, it looks like an ice cream Were cone. Were you homeschooled by a meth head? Was not. <laughs> But uh, this is that good Alabama education. Roll so, uh, damn tide. Come on, Jesus. 
Um, but Liberia Come on, Saban. <laughs> so if the ice cream cone had fully turned and the cherry is now over to the left, Liberia would what be. What do you know like about a cherry? Um, well, you know, <laughs> I, I lost mine several years ago. Yes. Trey, you are not a pure Southern woman anymore. I gave them a delicate flower from my gardenia bush. <laughs> Plucked it and sent it, a f- sent it away. Oh, but, um, from Liberia your prize gardenia bush? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which is the best saying I've ever heard in my entire life. But Liberia is over there on that left-hand side, and it's right next to um, Nigeria and Mali. Molly. 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 Don't make me try to pronounce these. I do not want to do that here in Pride Month. What? Here in Pride What? <laughs> you asking me to pronounce that was so homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trey is not gay, y'all. Oh, God. I don't. Where? What map are you looking up? Maui? What? Mo- Mo- oh, Molly. Yeah. Oh, that is Molly. Is okay. It Molly or Maui? Molly. Mo- I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a funny story that's probably not funny to anyone but me. So, I actually told Trey this story earlier. When I was a kid, I referred to my vagina as a molly. That's just what it was in my family. And I know my cousin April is not going to listen to this podcast, but I was telling Trey, she came up with the word throcamolly. <laughs> Which sounds like a death metal band. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Throckamolly. So listen, if we ever get shirts made for this podcast, we're going to have some like death metal font and it's just going to say Throckamolly. Mm-hmm. And that's... <laughs> Our shirt is going to say vagina. Is that going to be... A, it's a Swedish metal band. Um. So anyway, my family, we just shortened it to Molly. And so that's what I've referred to a vagina as. So now every time I meet a girl named Molly or hear the word Molly, I just think of a vagina. Name your little girl after a vagina, and then I realized that we're the only ones that call it a Molly. We does not include me, <laughs> because when <laughs> I was growing up, it was called a Kumasi, which is <laughs> no better. <laughs> Where did Kumasi even come from? Uh, Peggy Lambert, she was my great grandma on my mom's side. Kumasi? Yeah, that just came from her. Don't know where it was started. Don't know how it came to be, but she, that's just what she called it. Yeah. Anyway, so. Soon after she, she actually did go stay with her dad um, because she denied that it happened. And soon after she got to her dad, he fucking left her with his girlfriend and took his sorry ass back to New York. So she gets there and he's like, peace, I'm going back to New York. So leaves her with his girlfriend. So where did she get left? What state was she in? She was in Liberia. I know, but you said she got sent to live back with her father. Yeah. He was in Liberia, too. Yes. Oh, so the girlfriend was also in Liberia. Yes. What's the girlfriend's name? Let's call her Pam. Pamela. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, yeah, he, she was living with Pamela, and uh, Pamela Her would name is Pamatha. Pamatha. <laughs> pa- yeah, Pamatha uh, would also beat Bridget with a rattan, which is like the reed that they use to make furniture. Okay. She would beat Bridget with a rattan and grind hot peppers in the wounds. So this poor... Oh, so she hit her hard enough to leave wounds. Yes. Well, her mother beat her hard enough to leave permanent marks. 
her dad's girlfriend beat her hard enough to leave open wounds that she could grind pepper in. So, this girl can't catch a break. God, where did they even find these people? I don't know, but, like, literally everywhere she went, they were abusing her. So, I like, I just can't fucking imagine. In 1996, there was a flare-up in the country's civil war, and uh, Bridget was able to get a free flight out of Liberia and back to New York, where her father took her in. Of course. She was 15 at the time, and she'd gone through puberty, and of course, her father being the fucking pervert that he is, he took notice of her new womanly figure. And he would force her to be still as he performed oral sex on her, and he would force her to watch porn with him. And this is in the 90s, so this was like bad 90s porn. This was VCR porn. This was VCR porn. There were mustaches. Oh, God. There were many mustaches. You think they, like, had to go rent VHSs? Remember when you used to have to rent the uh, VCR, too? Oh, my God, no. Do you know who I feel bad for? TV and VCR repairmen. (gasps) They learned a skill that's so incredibly useless today. Oh, my God. And you know how baby boomers are always on our case about why we didn't learn a skill? That's why. Look at the TV and VCR repairmen. Radio repairmen. I don't know. I guess people still have radios. Yeah, that's true. But nobody says, oh my god, my VCR, let me get it repaired. Let me get my VCR repaired. Do you know, the? there's a comedian, uh, Kumail Nanjani, and he grew up in the Middle East, and he got a porn tape stuck in his VCR, and he tried to take it out, and he broke the VCR, so he took it to a repairman, and <laughs> the repairman said, <laughs> it said, next time you just bring the VCR to me and I won't <laughs> tell your parents. <laughs> That is a that is a good guy VCR that was repairman. The worst laugh I've ever uttered in my <laughs> entire life. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. I I'm sounded like a pterodactyl. I'm just gonna put it on loop. <laughs> so insert here a 30 second loop of Trey's laugh. You know what porn so not even the good porn and then apparently he told her in africa fathers sleep with their daughters to show that they love them and in another article i read it said that um he told her that in their culture fathers are supposed to take their daughter's virginity which i just think is weird i think it's beyond weird and i don't think that's true i don't either yeah i hope it's not i would venture to guess that it is 100% 100% not true. There's a lot of weird stuff out there. There is, but I just, an entire continent. Well, maybe not, not the entire continent, but maybe like a small sub. I just don't think so. I, you know what? I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that that's not the case. I'm just going to. Let's hope. Let's hope. So, in 1997, her sister and her aunt said that they would help her. But, of fucking course, her dad took her back to Liberia before they could do anything. And he moved them in with two women. And Bridget later said that they were distant cousins. And, of course, her dad was having sex with them. And New Year's Eve of 1997, Bridget woke up to her dad performing oral sex on her. And she was 16 at the time. And she said, but before I fully woke up, I had experienced some sort of pleasure. 
I didn't know what was going on, and then I realized it was him. Could you fucking imagine just thinking that you're having some sort of wet dream or something like that? You fucking wake up and your dad is on you? Cannot imagine that. that Do not want to imagine well, that. Well, no. Don't want, no. But, I mean, that's just fucking awful. Um, if In case you were wondering, that's awful. So this was the first time that she actually fought him off. And eventually he gave up and left her alone. And then at 17, she wanted to go live with her mom again. So I guess it's just one of those where, like, when she would get enough of one type of abuse, she would go back to the other type of abuse, which just breaks my heart. So she told her dad that she wanted to go live with her mom, and um, he disapproved. And apparently he just, like, tossed her passport at her and expressed his disapproval of leaving her friends and her little sister, Lovette. Which Lavette comes in later. So, but that's just a really manipulative thing to do because oh, you know exactly what he was saying there. Oh, just wait. This is that's not the last time he's going to use Lavette to manipulate her, and it's going to come back to bite him. So, she stayed with her mom until she was eighteen and could get a repatriation loan. So she told her sister Lavette that she what was. What is a repatriation? My guess is is that it she was because she was like an American citizen and then went to Liberia. It was like her becoming an American citizen again. I didn't Google that. I probably should. Yeah, have. They say that's expensive. Probably. So, I mean, but she was able to get a loan for but it. But if you're a citizen once, you're always a citizen, right? I don't know. That's why I'm here to ask the hard questions. Right, right. The hard-hitting questions. So, if somebody wants to Google that and email us and let us know. I'm the Gail to your Oprah. Uh, thank you. Oh, God. So, I'm Oprah? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't <laughs> want to take the credit of being the Oprah of the podcast that you created. <laughs> <laughs> you are the Oprah of my creative genius. Oh, God. This is not creative genius. Um, So, she tried... Oh, wait. Blah, 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 blah. So, she told her sister, Lavette that she would be back for her... And she moved back to America. And she tried to make a new life for herself in New York, which I don't know why she moved back to New York. Like, Well, that's got to be one of the hardest places to make it. I mean, have you seen how much they charge for an apartment Oh, there? it's obscene. Yeah, it's absolutely it's ridiculous. ridiculous. And then like a gallon of milk is like $18. Yeah. So my husband grew up in New York and he grew up outside of the city. He didn't grow up in the city proper, but. Seriously? For how long? Um, So he was born in Birmingham. And then when he was like Good old Birmingham, New York. Good old, <laughs> good old Birmingham, Alabama. And then when he was like seven or so, he moved to New York. And then when he was like 15, he moved back oh, to so Birmingham. Oh, so a pretty good while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why I usually say he grew up there because like those are kind of some formative years. So he grew up in Poughkeepsie, New Windsor, which is upstate. Like one of his best friends, his sister lives in New York City now. She's One that of girl. She's, yeah, she's Will's that it girl. Will's childhood friend was actually on Broadway. You know, that was my dream. Oh. I wanted to be a Tony award-winning Broadway performer who then, at about the age 30, after I got the Tony, opened a restaurant. And then I would just go in and I would greet people. and be like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how, hey, you, how doing? you doing? Hey, how, how you, you doing? doing? Oh, my God. How's the coffee? How's the donuts? How's the pastry? Let me get you a refill. Let me. Oh, yeah. Let me get you a refill. That w- well, I have to look like I'm working. Well, yeah. Do you think Paula Dean does that at her restaurant? Uh, I think Paula Dean's problematic. Well, anyway. Wasn't she canceled a few years ago? <laughs> Paula Dean was canceled. I don't know. Damn, like, her I restaurant mean, when is I, so good. Yeah, but when I saw her cookware sets on sale, I was like, she's gone down. She's gone. She's gone down. And the empire has fallen. Oh, and the pioneer woman. 
woman is here to stay. Oh, Although she reads tr- Drummond, it just she is everything I strive to be. <laughs> her and what's her husband's name? Lad. Doesn't Dad? she call him like cowboy or something? I certainly hope not, because that just really yeah, she, like, brings her down cowboy. wrong. Or she calls him the Marlboro Man. Oh. I want to say it's the Marlboro Marlboro Man. Marlboro. Marlboro. The Virginia Slims Man. <laughs> A misty slim. A misty slim. <laughs> I don't know. I think she calls her husband Marlboro Man. That's not the point. Where were we? Um. Oh yeah. So no. Will's uh Will's childhood friend was in um. Was he in Cats? She was in Hamilton. Oh. So shout out to Hope if Hope you're does hearing Hamilton. this. Hope does Hamilton. Um. Yeah. There's a picture of like her and Bernie Sanders on her Instagram because he came to see Hamilton. There's a picture of her and Lynn Will Mandela. <laughs> What's his name? Lynn Manuel Lynn uh, Oh no Lynn Man <laughs> Nelson Man- Mandela <laughs> <laughs> Nelson Mandela came to see Hamilton Nelson Mandela the producer of Hamilton Lynn Manuel Miranda <laughs> <laughs> That was so off So, yeah, she tried to make a new life for herself in New York, but it was difficult. She um, bounced around between women's shelters and family members. I just don't understand if you're going to move back to the States why you don't, like, move to somewhere like Utah or Canada or Texas. If you're going to move back to the States, you move to Canada? (laughs) Did I say Canada? (laughs) What state is Canada? The 51st. America's hat. Um, (laughs) America's beanie. America's beanie. It is cold up there. So I meant to say California. Okay. <laughs> well, you I said, said Canada. Canada. If you're gonna move back to the United States, move, move to, to Canada. Canada. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. I mean, they've got Justin Trudeau. Yes. He he, he is, is who ta- I celebrated on Father's Day because he is daddy. He is daddy. <laughs> My God, drink every time we say daddy in this episode as well. Have you seen the picture of Barack Obama, Justin Trudeau, and like the Mexican president all like walking through a hallway? You know who else is like majorly attractive world leader? If you say Hamilton. No. The French president, Emmanuel Macron. <laughs> Girl. Mm. Mm. French daddy. <laughs> Papa. Wee oui, wee oui, ha ha. And you know his wife is like significantly older than him. Really? Yeah, I was like, oh. Oh. Oh, this is how Emmanuel likes it, huh? Oh, he likes an older woman. Oh, let me go get a little silver kitty cat wig. A little silver <laughs> kitty cat wig. <laughs> a little shake and go. Okay. A little sh- get you a little shake and go and kitty a duster. cat wig. <laughs> and a duster. <laughs> get you a moo-moo. Oh. And a little and a little kitten heel. No, <laughs> you've got to get the the house shoes. That's the high heel with the feather on top. Yeah, and a and a cigarette extender. Oh, and am I gonna lay on top of a piano too? Yes. Okay. In a moo moo. That's a that's a picture. So I'm a madam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, woo, way off topic. So Bridget managed to finish high school, and she finished a year of college. Then she got a job making seventeen bucks an hour as a security guard at Kennedy Airport. Oh come on, when was this? What year? Nineteen ninety eight, ninety nine. Okay, so inflation. That was probably what, like twenty dollars an hour. I mean, it was not. It was nothing to shake a stick at. Um, where did that saying come from? I don't know. Who's okay. going around shaking sticks at things? Well, well, 
Um, so she got herself some little MySpace friends, and um, she went through her goth phase because we all had to go through a goth phase. And she was a little late in the game because she was busy. I don't think I went through a goth phase. I went through. Oh my god, I was like emo as fuck in eighth grade. I don't think I like the only phase. Did I you ever have the Abercrombie and Fitch stage? I couldn't fit in Abercrombie <laughs> and Fitch. They did not make a size large enough. I was an incredibly <laughs> obese child. <laughs> they didn't make a size husky? Um, No, they just, they literally, their sizes did not go up. I used to weigh almost 500 pounds. And that's not a joke. It was like 473 pounds. Wow. Yeah, I was that, I was that quarter ton bitch. That's that was. was. <laughs> Can we get that embroidered on a shirt for you? That quarter ton bitch. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, and, like, it's going to be, like, a jersey, and the number is going to be one-fourth. Yeah, like, I mean, I just, I, I was shaped like a Dairy Queen ice cream cone. Like, just a Walmart bag full of leaves? Just a Walmart sack filled with cream of corn. Just dimply and wrong. Okay, but would you be a gray bag or a white bag? One of those um khaki bags oh, that they do sometimes. Oh, he's a khaki bag. Yes. Come on, khaki. He's a khaki corn sack. He's a khaki <laughs> corn sack. Fuck. Anyway, I am thirsty. I need to go get my fancy water. Hold on. I'd like a bubble tea. Yeah, go ahead. I'd, I'd like a bubbly. Because the time does seem quite ecstatic right now. Like, they're, like they were making frothy water and somebody goofed over and ruined the timer. <laughs> oh. How is she, though? Oh, she is a foin. How's the peach, baby? I've never had any complaints. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I got my fancy Norwegian water. All right, so I'm going to take a drink of my fancy Norwegian water. Also, this week's episode brought to you by Bubbly Sparkling Water. Mama just tasted the peach and Mama like. Mama like you the peach. Yes, come on, sponsor us, Bubbly. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I'm drinking Voss water because I like the gas bottle. Because she's that girl. Because I'm that bitch. She wants a half-calf, skinny, no fat, with soy milk. Soy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> with two pumps of skinny milk. Sugar-free vanilla. And one pump of sugar-free vanilla. Anyway, so um, she blah, 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 went through her little goth phase, and in 2002, she was babysitting her niece and nephew in Staten Island, and her dad came to the door, but... That was the most attractive thing I ever heard in my entire life. There you go. But she locked them in a bedroom, and she called her sister, and do you know what her sister's name was? I don't, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. Carlene. Come on, designing women. Carlene. I've never seen Design. <gasps> you need to see Designing Woman. I have season one. We'll watch it after this. I'm a terrible gay. <laughs> You're the worst gay. I'm a better gay than you. <laughs> anyway, so um, she had a really hard time trying to live a normal life. I can't fucking imagine why. And she couldn't have a relationship. I can't fucking imagine why. And she depended too much on alcohol. I can't fucking imagine why. And she tried to talk about the abuse with her family. And this goes back to what we were talking about. But... She said, the Goodrich family is a different culture. In Africa, everything is skeletons have to stay in the closet. Don't put your business out there. They know what he did. They just, for some reason, decided to protect him. So, basically, it's one of those where they're like... Tacky, tasteless, and awful. Yeah. They just didn't want their, their dirty laundry out and about. So, they fucking let this little girl 
be sexually abused because they didn't want people to know they weren't perfect, which is fucking ridiculous. And I wrote down that it reminded me of the Duggars because the Duggars would rather protect their son than their daughters. I could go off on the Duggars. Oh, listen. Jim Bob. What not today, Satan. Name is We're not Jim doing it. Bob. You who, know what? Who goes by Jim Bob and not just Jim or Bob? <laughs> or better yet, Jimothy or Robert? Jimothy? <laughs> yeah. What's um, Jim short for? Jimmy. That's what Jimmy says. <laughs> Jim is short for Jesus. <laughs> no, it's short for Jimmy. Jesus. <laughs> for Jimmy Jesus. Um, Welcome to Jimmy Jesus. Where okay. we <laughs> Freaky fast miracle delivery. <laughs> miracle so fast you'll freak. Oh my god, just like a little, just like some guy comes up on a bicycle. <laughs> Did you order a miracle, ma'am? <laughs> Sandal. <laughs> With a nice chaka, a chaka, because he's outdoorsy. Chaka? <laughs> Not a chaka con. Not a chaka con, like the chaco sandals. Oh, I know what you're He's about. outdoorsy. Who wants just one toe strap? <laughs> You gotta keep that big toe locked and loaded. Not this big girl. <laughs> that that bit that big toe is where your stability comes from. You gotta keep it. You gotta keep it in line. Oh God, this is taking a turn. So, um, in April of two thousand and seven, she attempted suicide at work by swallowing a bunch of pills. And the ambulance arrived, and she survived. And she went home and refused to talk about why she did it. I think we know why she did it. Some, yeah. um, I don't want to speculate, but I have a hunch that it was probably because the Mets lost the World Cup. Isn't that the World Series? I don't know. <laughs> the World Cup. The World Cup. That's Harry Potter. Anyway, so a few ye- a few a few weeks later, she heard that her dad was coming back to America and staying with her sister Carlene. And obviously that included her niece. And Carlene had also been raped by their father, but hadn't gone back and forth to Liberia as a teen. So while Bridget was unable to have sex, Carlene had three kids with three different men. So Carlene kind of... the opposite direction. Yeah. So Bridget went to her sister's Staten Island home, hoping Carlene had thrown him out, but she hadn't. Carlene said that Eric was wanting to talk to them, and he was wanting to take the kids back to Africa. But Bridget was like, oh, hell no. Nah. Oh, hell to the no, no, no. So he wanted to take his grandkids? He wanted to take Carlene's children, his grandkids, back to Africa. And Bridget was like, I don't think so. Hell to the no. Hell to the no, no, no. Hell to the no. That's going to be on our gospel album. Headphones. With such hits as Beulah Land. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... Take Me Home, Country Road. <laughs> and Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. So, Bridget couldn't understand why Carlene would just kind of let him come in the house. Which, you know, I, I feel like that's a fair a fair wonderment on Bridget's part. Well, I mean, it's probably a little bit of Stockholm, too. Because, you know, this, this is a person who's supposed to be taking care of you. You've been told this is normal. No one else is helping you. So, I mean, you've just been conditioned to think that this is how it's supposed to happen. I, I wonder if they can hear you slug that water <laughs> down. <laughs> oh, I I just chugged this water. So, I guess we'll see if you can hear me chugging water. Uh, I'm a thirsty bitch. So, Bridget watched as her niece, Adina, 
sat on Eric's lap. Eric is her dad's name. So sat on Eric's lap. And she kind of knew she had to do something. So she took to the Googles. She went to the interwebs. And first she looked up to see if she could go to the police. But not only was the statute of limitations up, but he hadn't touched her since she was 17 or 18. And that was in Africa. And obviously they were in the States. And so she couldn't go to the police and say that he had molest that she was afraid that he would molest her niece because there was no record. So she really couldn't go to the police with anything. And we all w- and we also know that her family was no help. So she thought, stop him any way you can. So she knew about the famous Lorena Bobbitt case. Oh. Some of you are ahead of me. Oh, she hit him with a Bobbitt. She hit him with a Bobbitt. And so she researched other similar cases. And she said that in each case that she researched, no one had died. So, she's obviously not caring if she gets caught because she's just leaving her Googlages wide open. She's like, yeah, but she's also this. not thinking that she's going to kill him. True, true, true. She's thinking she's going to maim. Maim without the intent to murder. So, which we know intent is nine-tenths of the law. So. I thought that was possession. It is. Yeah. So, listen to what she did. She bought a package of 50 scalpels on eBay for $6.83. Way too many. (laughs) I'm sure you can't buy just like one scalpel, though. Uh, But you could get like a craft knife. That's a scalpel. Probably, but she, well, you know, it was $6.83, including shipping. Oh, honey, yeah, she got a deal. She got got a deal. But like, she she ordered it. Well, it was eBay. Oh. She ordered it and waited for it to be shipped to her house. Used? She bought 50 used scalpels? I doubt they were used. You can get new stuff on eBay. 50 unused, unwrapped, unwrapped, wrapped, unopened scalpels. There she is. There (laughs) there she is. It took me a second. So, Bridget filmed a video confession detailing exactly why she was doing what she was doing. And she said, somebody's got to do something. Just know I'm doing this because I know he's not going to change. I'm really sorry, guys. This is just something that has to be done. And we already know he's not going to change. Like, he molested her repeatedly. He molested her sisters. I mean. Like, he's just not a good person. He's just not a good person. So, she listed Carlene's kids as the main reason behind it, stating, we both know what he wants to do with them. And then she detailed what her plan was. So, apparently, unbeknownst to Bridget, he'd spent the month of July in and out of the hospital with a kidney stone, which is punishment. No, it's not. I was about to say it's punishment enough, but it's not. He deserves more. It's not. Um, Kidney stones are fucking painful. My husband has had eight. I've never had one, but just from the description of a sharp-edged stone traveling from your bladder down your urethra, well, it starts that in your sounds kidneys. horrific. Yeah. You know? It's it's awful. We've had to go to the emergency room twice. Yeah, I mean that that sounds just awful. Not to mention the fact that everywhere that it goes, it cuts. Right. And then, you know, urine has a high salt content. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. So the first time that Will had um, kidney stones, we had had a house party the night before, and so he they were playing beer pong. And well, you know, it's safe that beer is actually pretty good because it makes you pee a lot. Oh, it it moved it. So I felt the Got it earth moving and shaking. Move, 
under my feet. Anyway, so our friend Adam, who is Muslim, was playing on Will's side. And Will decided, I'm a six foot four pretty big dude. I'll just He's drink six from foot me. Four? Mm-hmm. He's taller than me? Yeah. I don't think I've ever looked. Mm. Um, but he was like, I'll just drink for me and Adam. So he was sloshed. Clearly. And he came to bed at like four o'clock in the morning, drunk off his ass, and then wakes me up like an hour and a half later and he thinks that his appendix has burst. So we go to the hospital. It's turns out it's um three kidney stones and yeah. This most recent How time he had they? five. They're big enough for him to pass. Small enough for him to pass. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. Small <laughs> enough for him to pass. Um, so, like, they gave him morphine, a prescription of Percocet, and then before we left, they gave him a um, dose of morphine for the road. So, he was... Oh, they said we're going to put him to sleep today. Oh, he was high as balls. Like, he was tripping. And so, because he's a very tall man, he was wearing... His, so he was wearing what we refer to as his wiener shorts. They're a very, very thin, very thin athletic short. They don't leave anything to the imagination. Well, That's okay. what he was sleeping in that night. And, you know, when he woke up thinking his appendix had burst, he wasn't thinking, let me change real well, quick. let me put on a nice pant. <laughs> let me put on a nice khaki pant. I'd like to put on a corduroy pant. <laughs> and a nice button-down polo. Button down polo, a button down, button down top. polo, corduroy pant, a nice suit jacket. Oh, with a French tuck. A French tuck. A and nice tan France and French boutonniere. tuck. And boutonniere. Oh, yeah. He wanted to. Yeah, he wasn't thinking. Let me let me dress up to go to the ER. So he said it's the ER, not prom. I don't need to put on the corduroy pant. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not winter formal here. So um, his shirt didn't quite meet his shorts. Oh, he was showing skin. So he was showing. <laughs> he had a midriff. <laughs> he had a nice little midriff moment because he is all torso. Like his torso is abnormally large. Well, that sounds large, like he's just. Long. That sounds like he's just a torso with torso. <laughs> Tor- he's just a he torso with tooth, toothpicks. <laughs> no, with like feet. I was thinking just feet <laughs> attached to a torso. That's exactly <laughs> what he is. Um. So when we leave the ER. He's like, I'm going to be in bed or off work for a w- until I pass these. He's like, I need video games. And he was supposed to get, like, cranberry juice and something. So he's like, let's go to Target. And I was like, maybe you should go home. And he had two doses of morphine. So he was like, let's go to Target. So he went to Target in wiener shorts and a midriff? In wiener shorts and a tube top. And <laughs> I'm wearing... <laughs> I'm wearing it my. It like you said winter shorts. <laughs> no, those are my winter shorts. Corduroy short and some. Um, <laughs> cut off corduroy shorts. <laughs> cut off corduroy shorts and tights. That are with so his short that the top, that the pockets, the pockets, the pockets <laughs> hang lower than the shorts. Yes. So he was in his winter shorts and a tube top, and I'm in pajamas and my robe, and I didn't grab my. You gla- wore the robe in. Yeah, it was to cold. Target? It was December. It was December, and you I fought w- through it, honey. <laughs> I was for the sake of fashion. <laughs> for the sake of fa- what was underneath it was even worse. <laughs> I didn't grab my glasses. <laughs> like you were driving blind. Yes. <laughs> Will's like turn here, and you're like, okay. Oh yeah, skirt. So we go in Target, and we like 
get cranberry, like gallons of cranberry juice. And then he's like, let's get some snacks. And I was like, let's get you home. <laughs> and so we go and we get him some snacks. And then he's like, let's go look at the video games. And I'm like, let's go home. <laughs> so we're checking out. And that's when the morphine wears off and the pain hits him. And it's all downhill And the from cashier thinks, and the what cashier has <laughs> walked into Target? This is not Walmart, ma'am. This, <laughs> this is not Walker County Walmart. What are you doing? So he starts, you know, tugging on his wiener in the middle of Target. <laughs> yeah, because, that like. That takes on a whole new meaning. Well, yeah, because, like, when, um, you know, your balls try to retreat up into your body when you have a kidney stone. When you have a kidney stone, you gotta get them back out. They're <laughs> they're going up in there. Take me to the king. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say take me out to the ball game. I <laughs> <laughs> some peanuts and apple jacks. Uh, I thought it was cracker jacks. It's cracker jacks. <laughs> I just want cereal. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were in Target. Buy me some peanuts and apple jacks. Anyway, so uh, blah, 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 meow. So her and her father agreed to meet on July 28th and go back to her place where they could talk because he said he wanted to talk to her. And on the train to the apartment, she could see him eyeing girls younger than 10. Just so everyone knows, if he's abusive and he says he wants to talk, the answer is no. Well, that's unless you have other plans. But the answer is no. The answer is no. Unless you plan on murdering them, the answer is no. I don't think that we should I condone, don't condone murder. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't condone either. I don't condone murder, but I don't, don't believe talk. in motors. I don't believe in motors. <laughs> but unless you plan on murdering your abuser, don't be alone with him. Not that I condone murder. So, yeah. So she could see him eyeing younger girls, but she held her tongue. And back at her apartment, she gave him a tour, and she offered him some, some water, so some nice southern hospitality, and she was waiting on him to say what was on his mind, but I guess he was, like, playing some weird chicken game, like, he just sat there. And they both ran at each other and see who turned first. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, you know, he was silent, and she finally was like, all right, talk. So, they talked or whatever, and she brought up the first time that he tried to force himself on her, she recalled the phone ringing and crying and telling him to stop. And he said, how do you even remember that? Weren't you three years old? So no shock, no denial, just casual dismissal. Like, oh, you weren't, weren't you three years old? And then she brought up the oral sex at four, and he denied it. And she brought up the porn, and he said, I was only teaching you how to clean yourself, teaching you how to become a woman. Which is they don't show that in porn. No, not at all. And Well, I mean, I can't actually say that I've watched any straight porn, so I Why honestly don't, don't what know. What do you mean you don't watch straight porn, Trey? Um, well, I'm of a different persuasion. A nice little housewife storyline. She orders a pizza. Nailing Palin in Diana Jones. Nailing Palin. Yeah, apparently there's a porn that's, like, based on Sarah Was Palin. Was Levi Johnston in it? Because, you know, he was in Playgirl. I don't know who that is. That was, um... Oh, my God, was that Bristol Palin's baby daddy? Yeah, I couldn't think of Bristol's name. I wanted Fuck to call her Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn, bad Bristol. <laughs> so, finally, uh, her dad just said, I never penetrated you, so it wasn't wrong. Which is another basket of problems. 
And since he wasn't denying it, she felt brave and bold, which sounds like a deodorant commercial or a Tampax commercial. She was brave and bold. She could play tennis. She could wear her white pants. Oh, um, that's brave. I don't know what woman wants to, I mean, like, wear white pants on her period. What woman wants to play tennis on her period? None. None of none of them. <laughs> Just, I'll go ahead and tell you, it's zero women. I hate tampon commercials because they're like, women, you can go swimming, surfing, playing tennis, and you can go on dates. And you, you can, can do, do a all back this. walkover. Yeah. Well, Everybody says, oh, my God, a cramp. I'd like to do a back walkover. <laughs> but you can exercise on your period. And I'm like, can I What also is the blue liquid? It's a, okay, so it's what because blood is wo- shameful. What alien woman is sitting there seeping blue liquid? Seeping. <laughs> The only thing I want to do while I'm on my period is sit on the couch, watch Gilmore Girls, and wear sweatpants. You know, once when we were younger, my sister, I was like, When you first got your period? No, I was like, what is a period like? And she was like, you literally like push clots out. Yeah. And I said, this sounds horrific. It is. Yeah. So, I mean, that was like my first introduction. Because, you know, like they tell you what a period is. Mm -hmm. But you're like... Oh, if that's it, then just come on. Yeah. But then I asked my sister, I was like, what is that? And she was, she said, your body literally pushes out blood clots. And she was like, and sometimes they're big. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's not fun. I couldn't. I mean, you you could. Well, you can't because you're, you know. Precisely. Because you don't have a uterus. Or do I? Not since the hysterectomy. Not since. <laughs> I haven't had feelings since the accident. <laughs> I haven't had feelings since the hysterectomy. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a hysterectomy. That's where I kept my feelings. That's where you kept your feelings stored in your uterus. So, um, she brought up their last time together when he tried to rape her and she fought him off. And he interrupted her and said that the reason he wanted to talk with her, and this is where Lovett comes back in. So, um, he said that the reason he wanted to talk with her was because of something that happened to Lovette as a child in Africa. Apparently, Lovette had been gang raped, and it had happened while Bridget was there. Eric said that it was Bridget's fault that no one had been told about it sooner. So how? It's I mean, it's not. That's obviously. just nonsensical. Nonsense. And so it just made her feel like garbage. It made her she she said guilt, rage, and self loathing just bubbled back up to the surface and she began yelling at him saying you know what you did was wrong and he stepped towards her and so she pepper sprayed him they fought but she was able to overpower him because of her security guard training and at some point he passed out so she had oh she choked her okay yeah she was like come on motherfucker so she she had the ronda rousey (laughs) She jumped on his back. <laughs> she put him in a choke. And she said, you're going down. You're going down, motherfucker. Um, so she had some novelty handcuffs that she bought not for sex. That she bought after being teased by her friends for being a rent-a-cop. And she used those to handcuff him. And I don't think novelty handcuffs. I'm thinking plastic. But these are metal. Yeah, they're like cheap metal. So, she noticed that he was having trouble breathing, so she splashed water on him and called his name until he woke up. So, again, it's obvious that she wasn't trying to kill him, because she woke him up. 
or she just wanted him to be aware of everything that was happening. Um, it truly does sound like she actually didn't think that he was going to die. It sounds like she thought, well, when you do this, like, they just bleed a lot and they get really hurt, but then they go to the hospital and they just fix it. Right. So, he woke up and started screaming, obviously. So, she stuffed a towel in his mouth and duct taped it, leaving large holes so he could breathe. She pulled his pants down and tried scissors first, but they didn't work. So, she got the scalpel and sliced his dick off. At what point do you think he realized, oh no, she's cutting my dick off? I would assume when she came at him with the scissors. <laughs> well, yeah, I was Because like, I picture like, her walking forward, you know, like Miss J from America's Next Top Model. She's she doing, doing that walk, walk and she's just snip, 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 snipping the scissors. <laughs> snip, snip, bitch. She was stomping down the runway. Oh, they wanted to see a big girl stomp. Okay. And it was like the finale of um, the season when Naima won, when there was water. So she was stomping. She was stomping that water. So she said, I'm going to take it off, and he's not going to hurt anyone else. So she took the penis to the stove and tried to burn it, but the smell got to her. And so she was a little gaggy. So she wrapped it up in a paper towel and ran out the door, and she tossed it under the boardwalk. She called 911 a couple of times, and... A couple of times? They didn't come the first time? So she, I mean, she left, and she kept calling 911 oh, to, like, check like on the status. like, this is where he's at. Yeah, okay. like, and she kept calling back, is he alive, is he alive? Um, so when police arrived, her father was dead. He had actually choked on the towel. Oh, so he did not... He did not. He did not insanguinate. You butchered it, but good try. Say it again. Exsanguinate. Exsanguinate. (laughs) I I don't know why I said insanguinate. Yeah, he did not exsanguinate. Uh, He choked on the towel um, before he had the chance to bleed out. So she was prescribed antidepressants, and she was declared fit to stand trial. So the prosecuting attorney focused on the fact that she never reported any of the abuse. But her family knew about it, and she was a fucking child, so I don't understand how she was, like, she was a fucking three years old the first time he tried to rape her. I think it's like, who declared her fit to stand trial? Um, a psychiatrist. Clearly not a good one. Because who says there's all this trauma? I think, I think they're fine. They're fine. They clearly don't have any PTSD. They clearly don't have anything else going on. They're clear, like, they're just sound mind. I think she had a sound mind regardless of all of the trauma. Like, she lived, I don't want to say a normal life, but, like. She did, but, like, I mean, they, people get their murder sentences knocked down because it was a crime of passion. Like, Okay, so, so we're getting there. Hold on. Okay, so the defense lawyer basically said that she already served her sentence. The defense lawyer was like, look, she started serving as soon as he touched her the first time. She started serving when she was born. Yeah. So the jury actually gave her the most lenient charge that they could, which was second-degree manslaughter. They begged the judge to go easy on Bridget. They wrote the judge letters, like they petitioned or whatever, and they were like, please go easy on her. Do the least amount that you possibly can. But the fucking judge was an asshole. And gave her the maximum of 5 to 15 years. 
and she had already been in prison before her trial. So, like, she was in prison before her trial and during her trial, and they were like, don't let her serve, don't make her serve anymore. She's already served. But he added, or he uh, sentenced her to 5 to 15, and she was granted parole after only three years. So, she's out. Good. Yeah. We may have to do a where are they now to see where she is now. Oh, like an Oprah where are they now? Yeah. Oh, don't rip Oprah off. She will come for you. (laughs) Okay, so tell me about yours. Okay, so we are doing the incomparable, the enigmatic, the it girl, the one everyone wants to see, the one they all want to be. She was beautiful. She was gorgeous. She looked like Linda Evangelista, and she was Miss Evelyn Dick. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Miss Evelyn Evelyn Dick. Dick. Also, another reason we wanted to do this episode is so that we could say dick a lot. Just, I mean, dick hair. Dick hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say dick hair, dick there. I said dick hair. <laughs> dick hair. Did you watch New Spigolow? Did I watch what? New Spigolow, Mel Gigolo. I heard, did you watch New Sweet Low? <laughs> but did you watch New Spigolow? No. <laughs> they're sitting there, and there's this woman, and she has Tourette's, and they're just driving along. <laughs> she goes, ball hair. <laughs> And there's this old couple next to him, and they just roll the window up. <laughs> so, dick here, dick there, dick everywhere. Everywhere a dick hair. Everywhere <laughs> dick hair. Dick. Tell me about that dick. <laughs> she wants dick. 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 <laughs> okay. Isn't that Paul Rudd? Who says that? That dick. But we can talk about how fine Paul Rudd is. Anyway. He has just aged so. He has aged like a fucking fine line. Because I am over here aging like a block of American cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I'm think it might be more like feta. My hairline is 48. <laughs> how old is your waistline? Uh, honey. Honey. She died a long time honey. ago. Honey. <laughs> no, had she died a long time ago, she would start to decompose. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's just she's, she's composing. Still in the t- she's composing. <laughs> she wrote Hamilton. <laughs> she's composing. Fuck. We so, need to get drunk and record this podcast. Continue. Uh, Miss Evelyn Dick was Dick. born <laughs> October thirteenth of nineteen twenty. Dick, I'm good, girl. Which means she could be ninety eight years old today. Now, I say could be because we'll get to that later. Oh. Okay. So, Miss um, Dick. Miss <laughs> Dick, if you're nasty. Miss Dick. Uh, was born in Beamsville, Ontario, Canada. So, she's a Canadian queen. Oh. She's up there with Brooklyn High. She moved to America. And she moved to... She com- was coming to America. And she moved to Canada. Facts is facts, America. Um... But she was also known as the Torso Killer oh. because uh, five local children stumbled upon the dismembered torso. And I say dismembered because his arms, legs, and head were all gone. Huh. So it's just your husband. It's <laughs> 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 all torso. <laughs> uh. Uh, so he was originally labeled as missing. So... It was her missing husband, and I am just thoroughly doing air quotes on a podcast like everyone can see. Like me. everyone can see. Wait, hang on. Here we go. Those are the, those are those the, air, the quotes. air quotes. So, so he's um, missing. So they found her husband, who was missing, and let's just um, wait for his name. I'm going to give y'all four seconds to guess. 
one Mississippi, two Mississippi, (laughs) three Mississippi, four Mississippi. His name was John Dick. Dick. Ain't that a name? Ain't John Dick. Dick. Um. So, and that was in Hamilton, Ontario. So we're still in Canada. Like Canada is Canada. I don't know where Ontario is. I don't. Yeah. No. Don't kill me, Justin. So that was on March 16th of 1946. If anyone hears my cat meowing, I'm sorry. So this was considered one of the most sensationalized news stories in Canadian history. Mm. Because Evelyn was fucking beautiful. Oh. Yes, I mean, she was absolutely stunningly gorgeous. And this gorgeous. is coming from a gay man. Yes. but she Facts is facts, America. But um, she like she was that old timey like classic Hollywood oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking so about. She was like, like um, she had a pin curl brush out. Oh. She had a fire engine red lip. A strong brow. Yes, and she was that Lashes girl. Lashes for days. So she was like Anna Nicole Smith. She was, but like I was joking when I said that. Um. I wasn't gonna drag you. I was gonna say she was, but like skinny and not hard. <laughs> she was, but not trash. <laughs> she was, but you know she wasn't. So she was described as strikingly beautiful oh, she was in striking. magazines, and she was front page news. Mm. She was that girl. They were like, "Oh, we've got us a hot one. Let's put her on there." Foxy Noxy, she's a hot one. Foxy Noxy. You don't know who Foxy Noxy is? I don't. Oh. So, she was also described as sort of a loose woman. Oh. Mm-hmm. She was sexually She slept around. Inches. Oh. She slept around. What well, one book, it was called The Torso Murder, The Untold Story of Evelyn Dick. Oh. And I want to read Dick. that as The Untold Story of Evelyn's Dick. Oh. Because she's a drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... So, she described her as having many lovers. Apparently, everybody was, like, super shocked when Evelyn decided to marry John because John was a railway conductor. Now, I'm not going to say that railway conductor is a bad job because I don't know what they make and I don't know John's credit score. So... You can't pass judgment until you know... There's a distinct possibility that I would have cooked him breakfast and would have sucked his doodle. (laughs) Trail suck your doodle if you got a good credit score. I, I won't fuck your doodle. I will suck your doodle. That's what I said if suck. Somebody fucks a doodle. There's something <laughs> really going on with that urethra. Suck your doodle. <laughs> Capping. Capping. <laughs> so, um, anyway, she married John. He was a railway conductor, and they got married in 1945. She was known to move around high society, and by move around, I mean. She was getting her walls stretched. Oh, <laughs> she was getting her house redone. Mm. So she um, was getting new wallpaper. Oh, not wallpaper. <laughs> Let's call it a fresh coat of paint. She's getting a fresh. Oh, coat that of sounds paint. so much worse. Sounds <laughs> 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 so much worse. Uh, oh, my kitty cat stretching, and it's so cute. So, um, sh- ap- apparently everybody had like a super good reason to think that it was weird that they were together because they were married for five days. Oh, God. When she <laughs> cheated on him. Oh. And then they got separated. Oh. Oh, dear. Five days. Five days. Five days. It's a little bit better Come on, Kim Kardashian. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Kim Kardashian dick. I'm dick. Um, Kim Kardashian is a classic beauty. Um... With a lot of plastic surgery. Oh, honey, them some fillers. <laughs> them some fillers. She's Have been pumped more than a bicycle tire. Whoop! <laughs> Have you seen her ass? It's awful. The one who's traditionally pretty is Courtney. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. 
we all know. Yeah. She's she was that girl. She didn't need help. She didn't want help. She didn't take help. Whoop. She said, I'll put on a little mascara and lip liner and I'm ready to go. <laughs> lip liner with some cr- clear lip gloss. I was going to say queer lip gloss. So, oh, God. <laughs> a frosty pink. A frosty pink <laughs> lip gloss with a brown lip liner. Oh. We've all been there. God, we went back to 2000. <laughs> <laughs> so they made a movie about Miss Dick in 2002. Oh. And it was called Torso. And then it had some other stuff after that, but I just didn't bother to write it down because... I just didn't have the time. We need to watch Nor the want to. So um, they claim in the movie that when she was questioned by police, she said, don't look at me. I don't know anything about it. Uh, <laughs> she said, don't look. She got sassy. Don't look at me. And I like that they're like, Miss Dick, do you know anything? And she's like, don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. I'm just a pretty face. God, she must have went to the William Shatner School of Acting. <laughs> Take whatever situation you're in and just overact the hell out of it. I mean. So, um, she said she didn't know anything about it, and then she told him that there was a mafia-style hitman who said that John was sleeping with his wife, and he was going to get him. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I know. She's going to get him. Like, th- you Bugsy's te- going to, Bugsy's going to get you. You can tell this was set in the 40s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because she was just, she was playing all the fiddles. So, um, said that John was sleeping with his wife. The police didn't really think that this was the truth. Mostly because when they searched her backyard, they found bone fragments in her fire pit. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, ma'am, we don't think you're telling the truth. Mainly because your husband's still in your backyard. (laughs) Yeah, see? Yeah, see? (laughs) Bugsy's gonna get ya. So, um, they found, you know, his, um, cremains back there. And everybody knows that you're not supposed to leave cremains in your fire pit. Everybody knows. You mix them with the soil and you put them on your tomatoes. Is that how you get big, juicy tomatoes? No. Don't think it's going to help the mo- oh, tomatoes. Okay. It's probably going to hurt them. I'm just saying that's fried probably what tomatoes. you should do with them. Have you seen fried green tomatoes? Um, Parts of it. Is that good? Go ahead. Okay. I'm feeling it. So, um, and also she borrowed a car from a man named Bill Landig. Was she fucking him? I don't think she was fucking Bill. Mm. Because she took him his car back. Oh. <laughs> And it had blood stains all over the seat, and she had taken the entire cover off of the seat. There were bloody clothes in the back. <laughs> she left a note that said, "Sorry, she cut her hand." What? <laughs> I had to reupholster your car because she cut her hand. Sorry, I broke a nail. <laughs> it was such a terrible. I had a hangnail, and I chewed on it until the side of my finger bled, and that's what all this is from. Oh God, I'm just a silly old woman. I'm sorry. <laughs> you knew I shouldn't have driven. You, she knew it. So she gives him his car back, covered in blood, and um, the note said, sorry for the mess. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Evelyn. Oh. It's just like old Evie. <laughs> oh, Evie. So, um, so we have a backyard crematorium, mm-hmm, right. a bloody Volvo. Don't a bloody know, Volvo? Don't know that. Oh. <laughs> oh. Don't know that it was a bloody Volvo. I don't think. I don't know if Volvos were around I back then. I don't know anything about cars. We're going to call it a Chevy. Oh. It was a Chevy. It was an Impala. Chevy. <laughs> it was a late model Chevy Impala. <laughs> so, um, well, it wasn't a Dodge Charger. So you think, like, they've found his remains in her backyard. She's given them this bloody car. You know, like, the Evelyn's going down, Evelyn's right? Evelyn's going down. Okay. That's not it. Stop. 
that's not it. Guess what I found out while I was researching this dick? What did you find out while you was researching this so dick? So the police are looking for more evidence on oh, her husband. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. So they're looking through her house. They find the remains of her son in the attic in a suitcase encased in cement. What? Yes. The bitch went left. What? How yes. old was her son? But he infant age. They <gasps> didn't give an exact age, but he was like Shut little, the little. Fuck up. Yes, and there also was no cause of death. Like I looked in like four different spots, and I could not find a cause of death for the son. It just had question mark, question mark, question mark. I have a guess. What? It was Evelyn. Well, yes, but they can't just put Evelyn. Yeah, they can. <laughs> they could, but <laughs> Evelyn. Cause of death. Evelyn. Evelyn yes. monoxide yeah. poisoning. <laughs> so John was shot, but um, the kid Peter was his name. Peter. <laughs> We've got John Dick. We've got Peter Dick. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Is so her next lover, Dick Johnson? Oh, I hope it was. <laughs> um, they find the son, and so they charge her with both murders. Well, yeah. Well, nobody puts Evie in a corner. Mm-mm. Not Evie. So Evie was like, I didn't do it. It was my daddy and my lover. Oh. Yes. She fingered her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the opposite of my story. <laughs> the exact opposite. And his name was Donald McLean, which got me to thinking, um, I wonder if he's any relationship to John McLean. You know who that is? Mm, the makeup so artist on YouTube? Oh, no. Okay, yeah, he's stunningly gorgeous too, but that's a story for another day. And her lover's name was Bill Bohozuk. B-O-H-O-Z-U-K. Bohozuk. I, I want to say boho zuck. Like he was, you know, just a little boho chic. A little boho zuck. Yeah. You know, like he had a coffee table in his house that had a Hamsa painted on it. <laughs> he had a little <laughs> VW bus. Oh, I hope he had a yeah, bus. Yeah, he had a <laughs> You know, they're trying to bring those back. Yeah. All electric. Oh, yeah. Because we love the planet. Oh, yeah. Captain Planet. He's our hero. Did you ever watch Captain Planet? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that joke went over like a lead balloon. <laughs> no, I, I love Captain Planet. Sorry, I'm busy messing with my cat's bean toes. So, um, you know, as I said before, she was beautiful, which means they put her on the front page of well, yeah. everything. It's like Chicago. Yeah, they were just like front page, front page, front page, right. front page, Evie, 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 Evie. So um, that led hundreds of people to gather outside of the courthouse during her trial. Oh. Hundreds. Oh. Hundreds. Hundreds. Now... The trial took nine days, mm-hmm. and she was um, represented by what is considered to be the most famous attorney in Canadian history, oh. and his name was J.J. Robinette. Oh, J.J. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love a name that's just two letters. Mm. It's easy to scream. What? Who? Oh. Oh. So, um, J.J., you know, he defended her for nine days. It took the jury two hours to come to a conclusion. Oh. That hoe guilty. That hoe guilty. She did it? She did. So they said that she did it, and they sentenced her to death. What? Hanging. Shut up. Yes. No. We're going to hang that hoe. Oh? So. Uh, the reason rough. The reason J.J. Robinette is so famous is because he got her acquitted. <gasps> yes. So she wrote a note to the police when she... um fingered her father and <laughs> so um let's see he got her acquitted because uh she refused to testify oh i'm sorry i've become mixed up the 
man, her lover, that she said killed her husband, Mm -hmm. he was acquitted because she refused to testify. She was like, I'm going to say he did it, but then I'm not going to give you any more information. So they were just like, he probably didn't do it. So old Bill, he got off. The dad got five years. What? Yes, the dad got five years for accessory after the fact. Oh. So, I mean, you know, he, he definitely helped. But Evelyn was acquitted because the letter that she wrote to the police saying that they did it was not admitted into evidence properly. And going back to judges who suck, the judge did not um, properly instruct the jury as to several different points in the case. So it was mishandled. Yes. So it was thrown out. The entire case. Holy fuck. Yeah. They were just like, we're going to appeal it. And they just threw it out. But Evelyn did go to jail. For how long? 11 years. What? Yes, that, for the, the son. Oh. Yes. yes, she got manslaughter for the son. Not sure why. Mm-hmm. I, I guess maybe since I couldn't find a cause of death, like he had like SIDS or something maybe. Oh, and and so instead of. it wasn't of, understood. Yeah, so they like covered it up. Yeah. And that's why she got the manslaughter. Yeah. But um, anyway, so she got 11 years and then she was released. And when she was released, she was given a new identity. And nobody placed on her stamp. Fuck. Yes. That's why I say she could be 98 years old. She could be dead. People don't know. So I read another, like a couple of other cases in Canada about people who like, when they're released, they're given new identities. I think probably because hers was so sensationalized yeah. that there was nowhere that she could have gone where people wouldn't know. Who oh. Evelyn. Oh, you Evelyn. You that dick girl. <laughs> you oh, that, that dick, dick girl. You that dick girl we knew you were. <laughs> <laughs> you that dick girl. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... um. That's the provocative story of Miss Evelyn Dick. Evelyn Dick. Yes, I mean, it was short and sweet. That's why we should have ended with it. Yeah, so. (laughs) That dick was short and sweet. (laughs) So. Sweet dick? Sweet dick. Is that like sweet milk? Ooh. (laughs) Sweet pickles. Um, So, like, did did it say how she killed or how the torso was killed? Yeah, he was shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. He was shot and then she just... So he was shot, and then she, um, her dad apparently hacked him up. Oh, with a hacksaw. So he did help. Yes. Oh. Yeah, he likes. He sawed the arms off and the legs off and the head off, and then she burned him in the furnace. And then just threw the torso out. Mm, She was like, "Oh, this won't fit in the fire. This won't fit in the fire. (laughs) Holy shit! This won't fit in the oven. Holy. (laughs) What should I do? Oh my god. Yeah. Evelyn was a real tricky dick. She was really. mm. Slippery little dick. Well, Trey clearly didn't follow the assignment. I didn't, but I mean, that's just like that. When Ain't I started that reading, just you, when though. I started reading it and found out that she also like they found the the encased in cement remains of her child, I was like, well, "Fuck me, this is what we're doing. <laughs> this is what we're doing. I, <laughs> I make the rules." <laughs> Damn. Well, thank you for listening to episode five of If It's Twisted. And if you want Trey back on the podcast, email me and tell me how fabulous he was. Yes, and try not to discuss my voice, which we've already mentioned. It's very feminine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so, as always, if there's a case or anything you want us to cover, you can email us at ifitstwistedpodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram, and you can like our page on the Facebooks. And stay weird, y'all. Bye.